What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. EaseWellness.com for the CBD, Ease.com, and as always, the promo code TAM. Yep, guy, and it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase, over $50. You know whenever you go to like Uber Eats or DoorDash, you're like, oh, free delivery? That's a great feeling, over $50, free delivery. The day we did our discussion about what happens in extra innings, the Giants, I was like, are they going 16 innings again tonight? Friday night? That game went, went to the 10th, right? Yeah. Um, and they won it on a just – the Mets dropped the pop-up or never even had a chance to catch the pop-up. Uh, but we got some feedback. Somebody, somebody DMs you was his name, Sean, that he wants to do a home run derby and extra innings. The one, the one actually one of the guys address. we, we saw uh, at the U S open, one of the crews. I don't like home run derby and extra innings to solve extra innings, but are people watching? Uh, I see. I, I don't even think it's that to me is not even like it. We're just all high on the Derby. We just saw it and we think derb like a Derby in the 10th inning is fun. I think that's that, that to me is horrific. I would take putting a runner. At, I'd put three runners at third base before I did a home run Derby. Uh, and if, and if we're in a meeting and every, you know, it was like, uh, all right, we're putting runner at second guy. Are you in or you out? I'd be like, well, look, I don't have a choice. My suggestion would be, though, let's put him at first instead of second because even first base has a great chance to score, and it keeps you – somebody DM me. I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not going to dive back into the DMs here to find who it was, so I apologize. But it said, hey, the problem with second base is two sack flies and the run scores, and that's, that seems cheap. So that was just a follow-up there. But what you, I'll let you address that. What I really want to say was this. We got a, a tweet from Corbin who listens to the podcast, I think in Australia, and this is what he said. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm just giving feedback after that mammoth debate about baseball. Baseball is hell boring. I think he means hella. And if you're going to debate something for 30 minutes, make it the NFL or the NBA. Uh, this is what I love about podcasts, John. Like one of, to me, the purest benefits that podcasts have over traditional and ter- terrestrial radio, which is that in radio, time exists and it's, the driving force behind a lot of what happens when you listen to radio time, the amount of time spent talking about something is a big, 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 big deal in radio. 
You have to listen for five minutes to get credit for a quarter hour at least. You have to go back to those topics over the course of a three- or four-hour show because you want the topics with the widest net, so you're repeating yourself and you're trying to catch as many people as possible. In you can't podcast, you can't talk about certain things because people will tune you out in certain markets, so you can't even bring them up. Yeah. In podcast, time does not matter in a podcast. Time is fluid. And we, the host of the, pod, the podcast, don't really control time. You, the listener, controls time. You, the listener, decides if you're going to fast forward, if you're going to pause, if you're going to rewind. You, the listener, cannot like a subject we're talking about. And in radio, if you don't like the topic, you change the channel because you don't really know what's next. In a podcast, you can just fast forward by 15 minutes. And this, I'm not lecturing. Like, I appreciate Corbett's feedback for people that feel like it. I'm just, it gave me an opportunity to share what I think a great. So I'm never going to apologize for 50 minutes of a topic that is niche because I know you can just skip it. And that, to me, is one of the great beauties of podcasts is it's just so, for, I think it's better for every. I think it's better for the listener because of that. I think it's better for the host because I, like, if this was radio, John, the conversation we had about golf to start the podcast, we would, we've done this we're at an hour and 22 minutes of this podcast we would be doing the golf conversation again in five minutes coming up after this um and that's not good for anybody so corbin hates baseball that's totally fine that's well two things one is we got a pretty good idea what works and what doesn't work and what resonates and what topics and obviously the nfl is king and nba shit people are just interested in movement it's also July when we did it. It was like the 15th or 18th or whatever. There's not much going on. It was Friday, yeah. So it's like if I'm ever going to have the topic, it's going to be in the middle of July. Like we ain't doing this fucking October 1st on a Monday, right? So it's it's kind of – it's just the time – if we were ever going to do the topic, it'll be around that time of year, every year. <laughs> and it just had come up because it – a wise man once taught me, talk about something obviously that a lot of people are going to listen to, but what you're fired up on. And I was legitimately, I'm not pulling that topic out of my ass. I had watched the game, and I couldn't stay up for it. I Because I, the Giants had wrote me back in, and I would watched 1 through 14, and then I, I couldn't take it anymore. And then they wanted extras, and it was, you know, it pissed off. I didn't get to see it. And two, the home run derby, a little extreme. But I do think, okay, let's even take the, okay, no runner on second. That's not even an option, because you're right, that's, that is not the nature of the game. But I do think you could do this pretty easily. Once extra innings start, you can just bat whoever you want. And I think that's one where you still got to get a hit. You still got to get on base. But I can just fucking hit whoever I want. Now, you can't hit. You'd have to bat around in an inning. Like, you got, you can only use nine people. Like, your orders, you know, the order's the order on that given inning. So, I can't bat Mike Trout three straight times. Or, I was going to say Buster Posey. But Posey's, I mean, Posey have no power. But you just you can bat whoever you want. That that, that to me that's not that what crazy, is, is it? Uh, could you could so I, I talk you make me that? think a million things here? What? So I you know I could see we reset the order like in the ten. No reset. I just we I could, get to create an order every inning. Oh, every inning I create. So every inning I bat Trout second. You're you're like yeah tenth eleventh. I, I can just do whatever I want. No, I don't like that. Um. You could convince me, like, you go to extras, maybe you reset, like, if we're if the seven hitters do up in the 10th, I can actually go to my leadoff man in the 10th. Um, 
uh, I don't like just creating every inning my own, the same order over But ideally, over we're not going to go every inning. I, get- I want to end this thing. That's part of it. It's well, why, yeah, it's why football, no, uh, overtime, you want the thing of to Of course, end. But, I, but I don't, no, I, yeah, that, that to me is too much of a uh, bastardization of, of the batting order. <laughs> like, what about this? What if you did, the batting order is play, part of the players problem. would hate this, but what if you did this, like, because, you know, you can't reenter a game as a player. What if instead of saying when you sub out of a game, you never come back, you just have to be out of a game for nine innings. So the longer a game goes, the more player like players start becoming available as a game goes on. If you end up in the fifteenth, the you know like you pinch ran for for see, Buster guy, in the see, ninth. See, guy, you, you you're already part of the problem. I want no part. I never want to see a fifteen inning game again. Well, I know. I I understand. We I want understand this thing it. to I'm end. I'm just wondering if there's a way to bring play. Okay. But we don't want it to end just to end. Like, we have to end it and take out any actual enjoyment well, it's, of the game. Well, it's, it's like uh, so, why they do shootouts in hockey. You know, it's why you do sudden death no, and again, golf. So th- I was about to get to shootouts. So if you did the thing where you just were able to remake your lineup every extra inning or whatever, you wouldn't do it in the 10th because that's not how hockey works either. But to me, those stats couldn't count. Like, you're, the home run you hit with your fifth at bat of the extra innings. Why not? Uh that can't that stat can't count. That home run can't count. In hockey, do your goals from shootouts count? No. I no. I don't think I, so. I couldn't have your RBI from you've batted in the eleventh, the twelfth, the thirteenth, and the fourteenth to lead off every inning. Okay, so I, have, like I, every I, other guy. I, in the I could I could, I could even live. Eight. I could even live with that because I was thinking I even more extreme. Uh, to me, that's an easy one. Take your we take there. your. But I, I take your fastest runner, and you go pole to pole in the outfield, and you do a race. <laughs> With the uh, with the freeze, because now you like you're gonna build lineup, you're gonna build rosters that have like these specialty players on them, just in case you end up in. No, but you don't go to extras. I would. That much. I think I haven't really. Huh. I don't think you go to extras that much, just in general. So I don't think it would change yeah, the lineup well, construction. I think I think I'd have to think about this. I think I'd rather have a runner at first base to start the eleventh than to re just to get to bat my best players every inning in the in extras. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would, sure I would, I, I would that. be in favor of you get to reset your order in the ten, in the tenth. You just start over in the first inning. What about I in mean, tie games? You can order. put up, you get one batter. You can throw up anyone you want in the ninth. No, not in the ninth. So you're still, you're still, you're still a little rigid. You got to just be open minded. No, but see, this is what I go back to the last point, and this is what always pisses me off about these arguments: is like hating some of the ideas doesn't mean you hate change. I just hate that idea. No, but your rigidity around the the elements of the sport that have been going on since like the 1800s are just refused to ever entertain. Like this is not going to, we got to change dramatically maybe. Like in basketball doesn't necessarily have to change that much because the pace and everything just kind of works. Like this. No, but again, ha- hating an idea does not mean I hate change. It just means I hate that, that idea to me. The fundamental reason I hate that idea is part of the beauty of any sport really, is that, like, if you were creating the field for a major tournament, you would only put the best golfers in it. Well, what about when some unknown out of nowhere, uh, part of the beauty of sports is when the guy that you don't think is going to get the game-winning hit in the ninth inning gets the game-winning hit in the ninth inning. Yeah, but even in a major, like, of 150 people, or whatever the number is when you start. Yeah, that's a bad that's a bad example. I'm just saying, like, I, sometimes your eight-hitter gets the game-winning hit, and that's part of the beauty of sports. 
Yeah, that's why I, you wouldn't hold me to it in the night. I'm just open to it in the 10th. I'd be open to anything in the 10th. The home run derby is probably a little ridiculous, but just reset your lineup, runner on second. To me, all that stuff should be on the table. Then you run some studies and find out like what makes it the most competitive slash fun. You know? Yeah, and my point is not being open to ever, all of these ideas doesn't mean you're not open to change. True, there's just a, there just seems like a rigidity because there's you know pushback. No, in basketball I think it matters that. Well, no, I think it matters that football. the people who I think it matters that people who actually like care about some of the basic f- threads of the game like have a, an opinion on. Yeah, it. and see, our argument always is like you know from a radio standpoint, you're listening no matter what, like you're watching no matter what. I need to get the people that are on the fringe that have checked out i need to get them back sure and i think you can still do that but i i i to me the idea that the people who care the most about a sport's opinions matter the less the least is dumb i know sometimes that's unfair and there's a balance of like if i completely change and you go away then i'm just back to where i started from right yeah and but you're right i mean if i'm like Truly, like that probably wouldn't happen, right? The people who love it the most wouldn't go away. But I also think there's something about like treat your core audience with some respect too, even though just because you know they're never going to leave. Like you think of you think of baseball this off season announced that starting in extra innings, you can just reset your lineup in any order you want. Let's just say that now you got to stick to it tenth, eleventh, but you can just reset it. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to change it, you can bring guys back into the game. Whatever, just no holds bar. You think there'd be a lot of pushback from old school people with that? Cause I don't know if there would be that much. Like that—that that yeah, doesn't seem that extreme. You know what? Extreme. There might not be, and and it might that might it might be go to your point. Like, are it are you even getting any attention for that? Like, if the point is the point to end the game as fast as possible, or is the point to end the game as fast as possible and get a bunch of attention for how you're changing the game? Perfect world, you get right. Perfect world, you get both. You perfect world, you get both. The the lineup idea might not even move the needle that like much. I, I think the nfl it might not end games that much faster no, it, and it, it might, might not, not I, move I think the, the nfl does the best job of making something sound really important and making a lot of people care while ultimately trying to kind of get it right and do what's best for the sport and then trying to meet somewhere like in the middle well yeah no you're right here's like the nfl uh, to me the is the king one? of you know what we're thinking about doing 18 games. Yeah, or we're going to no. – Yeah, or just – and they float it out. You know what we're thinking about doing is you can bring, instead of one guy off IR this year, seven people. And then they just float it out. And then they end up meeting with, like, three. Or you know what we're thinking about well, doing is making our rosters 60 guys on game day. No, go with the 18-game one because it was, like, 18 games, but every player can only play 16. It's like, wait, what? Well, so I go to Lambeau and A-Rod can't play today? That one was extreme. <laughs> but it was out there, like, to your point – well, this is where, like, baseball's ad campaign, let the kids play. Well, because you know what the NFL was fun. doing? Like, okay, you guys are super big on safety. We'll throw you one. We'll get you extra money, but you can't play in two of the, two of the 18 games. People are like, what? Well, but this is where I go back to, like, this is bad for the fans. This isn't good for the fans. Like, folks, we're getting rid of the preseason. Yeah, but I'm going to a game without the quarterbacks. Well, but do you, so what's do you, the difference? But do you agree that when they decided to leak that, in no world, Roger Goodell and those people that care about money, they would never want their star players to not to play. But they're like, this will rile them of up. Of course. <laughs> well, I know. It was right to your point. But, like, the let the kids – you know what ads were kind of bothering me? Hey, hey Roger, you want to pour water on the fire? No, let's pour a little gasoline. Let's watch them. Let's watch yeah, them. Yeah, they're watch. like, no one will take this idea. You trust me. Just throw it out there. It's July, yeah, guy, guy, it caught uh, on. I, I saw. I listened to podcasts. People were talking about I, it. I, I saw people like opining about it on Twitter. People had opinions. No, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. 
So um, the the ad that I don't like right now is the one the baseball ad that I don't like right now is the one that uh, there's there's a few of them, but it's like they started during the All Star game, and the Trout one is a big one where it's like I I all I want to do is play. Have you seen these? I've seen the Trout one, yes. Where it's like it shows him as a kid, and it goes he goes through his whole life story, and then the end it's like I just want to play. It's like th- that's not actually oh cool. Okay, yeah, we everyone just wants to be left alone, <laughs> but this is not part like, and I'm not hard line like Trout needs to be crazy, but like, be just doing the thing where it's just like I just want to be left alone and play is not actually. Well, see, like, see no one's coming see, to I watch. Did, I didn't take. Tr- I took Trout's message more of like, you should really like this guy because he's not into all the BS. Even though the one thing they're leaving out, you know that when his contract's over, he'll have been paid like $500 million to play baseball. So, yeah, he wants to play, but he also likes making his $470 million of total income. Yeah, but I don't. No, well, I know, I mean, but I, I'm saying the, you, you take it. the angle is trying to be like, we're just good people just playing ball. To me, the angle should, for sure. to me, the angle should have been more like, like why it was so cool for him when he was a kid maybe and trying to like incorporate kids into the ads and then had it. No, to me, the angle is... This is maybe the greatest player that's ever played. That's the angle. Like, and embrace, this is maybe the greatest player that's ever played. That's the angle. Like, I don't know what other angle you need. Yeah, okay, I, that's not a dumb idea. You remember Tigers was <laughs> Hello World? Like, I'm here, let's roll. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like, they, night, they, Tiger embraced that, right? You remember the one that was, I just happened to watch this one the other day. It was like all the guys are on a roll because Tiger's gone. I forget all the golfers that were in it, but it was like life is good. Well, it was like random. It was, it was like, like Furyk. Yeah, it was like rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly what it was. And then Tiger comes back in the locker room. He's like, what's up, guys? And I'm like, oh, hey, Tiger. It was a really good ad. Yeah, it was really good. But I mean, these are. But my point is just like doing the I love baseball and I'm a good guy is great. And I fundamentally really respect that. But I just want to play ball. Like the NBA and. Well, let's just use the NBA. Part of the reason the NBA blows up everywhere is because it's a bunch of guys doing more than just playing ball. Yeah, I would agree. You know, the one funny part in the Tiger Woods book, I, I might be butchering this story a little bit. Tiger's first ever tournament was like the John Deere Classic or the Honda Classic or whatever, when he declared to go pro. In his opening press conference, the ad, he'd already shot the ad for Nike, but I think they were going to release it after the tournament, so like on a Monday morning, right? And to go kind of viral, I mean, I don't even know what you did back in 97. But they, it hadn't been released to the public. So media members, and he opens up his first press conference. He's like 21 years, 20 years old. And he just go, he tried to be funny. He's like, hello world. And he started chuckling. But all the reporters were like, what is he talking about? And then everyone yeah. got it, you know, like four days later. But he's like, hello world. Because he realized, like, because I guess the Nike ad guy was like, this is going to blow people away. <laughs> and it did. I mean. You're right. No, That's I, pretty great. Maybe what Major League Baseball needs to do is just hire someone from Nike to make them an ad. Because you're because you're like, yeah, he wants to play. Yeah, he's a baseball, he's Mike Trout. Well, of course he just wants to keep playing. He's better than everyone. But make their an angle where it's kind of cool and it resonates. Like their their ad, remember back like Chicks Dig the Long Ball? That was cool. That's cooler than anything these yeah. guys are doing. Their ads, again, yeah. they just, a little too many people like you, a little too much rigidity. And I think they struggle. But with you it. keep saying that. You keep saying that because you like poking me. But it's but not. It's not even uh, just but poking. I'm not. I mean, just, I'm. You fall. I'm the, open to. Like, I'm, you made I'm fun of me change, because but. I was making fun of Gammons. I'm not diminishing Gammons' 
Hall of Fame journalistic career covering the sport of baseball, I would just say when my ideas would come up for how to solve extra innings, the Gammons and the Costas and even throw the Havermans would be the first people calling me a nut job. That was my point. But I don't. But to me, it's just my whole point is we don't have to do everything that Peter Gammons wants or Bob Costas wants. But I also don't think their opinions are irrelevant. That's my. That's my ultimate point. And just because they don't like one idea doesn't mean they won't like all ideas. And I think ba- like baseball's experimenting. They're trying. They have been true. experimenting. They're, 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 start, a lot they're of starting to get out. a little better. So, but I, I think a good example is you could make that. You could definitely make the case it's taken too long. Though. That'd be absolutely wouldn't you, fair. Wouldn't you say for as much shit as the NFL gets about being money hungry and all that stuff, they are of the three leagues. They're the best at like. Now they, again, they do the float move, but they do do some pretty. They change pretty quick. Right. Well, like Thursday night football out of nowhere, right? But I, but I'm not I'm not talking about that type of stuff. I'm talking about more the the structure of the sport and just like things like replay to now challenges to just to just boom boom and then and they're good at and this is what probably baseball historically has struggled with, which they I think they're getting a lot better. Is they ride the snowball. Like there is clearly arguments on inside the room, right? People are standing up like, this is stupid, this is stupid. They're talked into just doing it, and then I think people realize there is some benefit, and once the once they get a sniff of benefit, then the snowball of, okay, because you could argue just there is no overtime. you just fucking a tie in the regular season or something. And then yeah. they get in the overtime yeah. and realize something's a little off, and they keep trying stuff, and they keep adapting. But they, once they get it going, then it really gets going. I think the hardest part in baseball is just to get it going. Because like you said, once – yeah I. I, and that's where I think the electronic strike zone's a big deal, because I think it'll we'll look back on it and go like, oh, this was great, like of course, but it's going to feel massive to the people who don't want change, and then I think they'll see how efficient it is. Because I would say in because ba- because that is that is a change that you'll feel on every single play, right? You'll feel it on every pitch, but you won't really feel it because it'll just be seamless. What do you say a big difference probably in baseball than football? Is the piece people most impacted in football are the coaches, and probably people most impacted in baseball are the players? Maybe that's diminishing By. the role of just of just kind of drastic changes. The people that feel the change the most in football, because always yeah. feels like when a big rule change, like oh, how's the game management going to go? Oh, how's this going to happen? Are you going to have to do? Yeah, I mean, baseball I like an electronic strike zone doesn't really change your fucking manager. Like like the players will feel reviews on pass interference, right? True, but it's like, it still impacts, like, when do I throw this? When do I not? Like, if I do electronic yeah. strike zone, oh, yeah, that just yeah, impacts yeah. the pitcher more than, like, the manager's just, he's not really, like, doing anything. He's just kind of watching. But to me, yeah, yeah. Like, you you impact overtime rules. Who got crushed, like, last year? Someone, maybe it was past... Like tried to kick a field goal too early in overtime. Something happened last year. It might have been Patricia. It just feels like the the, the sl- subtle impact the rules every year in the NFL because usually a coaching decision. Do I go for it? Do I not? Do we get the yeah. ball back? Do we kick off? Things were in baseball. It's a little less procedural when it's just like if it's electronic strike zone. If if yeah, I mean there are just less decisions right that a baseball that's, manager makes. That's probably course. part of it. You know. Because I also think, like, in baseball, you don't really co- coach things out of people. Like, one thing that in baseball I, I, I would imagine that has been coached into people is swinging for the fences more now. 
because they're okay with strikeouts, less two-strike approaches. So the fundamental, the coaching aspect of the game has just kind of changed through analytics. Where in football, once a rule is like, you will be ejected for leading with the crown of your helmet. So the entire different way they coach in practice, then it kind of flows downhill from the coach down. Because guys go, well, that's not what we're coached to do. Because a player will just Mm -hmm. say, we just do what we're told. We're basically like Army Rangers and the coach is the general. Just telling me, I I do what I'm told to do. Yet, they always scream at me, go make a play. Well, do you want me to run the route of this or do you want me to try to make a play my way? You know, It is kind of a tough little happy medium. Because I was watching the all or nothing thing and Ron Rivera. I mean, all football things are all the same. Like, we're going to play hard. We're going to run through the whistle. But then he throws in like, just go out there and make plays. Well, do you want me to stay within the confines of everything you told me, or you want me to kind of freelance? <laughs> you know, because that's you're watching Cam, and you realize, God, there is. I'm not the biggest Cam guy, but I realized last night watching this, he really is a special talent. You just watch him run; he's like stiff arming DBs. He's got this hose. He's huge. Like his teammates kind of like him. Like I, I crush like the Lamar Jacksons of the world or RG threes. Like Cam is in a completely different level because when he is on he can just beat anybody, right? Like Cam's got pitches in the bag, but it's also a little bit of a freelance. It's just like, you just kind of got to let him be him. Right. You know? And I, yeah. I guess hitters are like that. You know, you just, he just got his own approach. You got to let him do him. He's comfortable doing it. I think during the, during the major, it was interesting hearing like Azinger talk about like, and I know this just, my swing got all fucked up a couple weeks ago. There's just a balance of... <laughs> Of worrying about hitting, you call Butch. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, of making the right swing and hitting the right shot. Like there is, you know, I'm trying to play a shot and I'm not worried about my swing, or I'm worried about my swing and then the shot just comes. Right. Where right. I think in baseball is kind of similar to golf, just because there's a lot of thinking. Like you're worrying about the swing of your plane of your swing or your arm angle. Where in football, it's like Antonio Brown ain't doing much thinking once the ball's in his hands. Right. He's just instincts, just making guys miss and just making plays. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, like an open receiver, a coach gets some of the credit for that. True. So outside of, like, shifts in baseball, like the coaches don't call the pitches like they do in college. No. Like you didn't do anything when a guy hits a home run, right, in the third inning. Right. You just, oh, yeah, I batted him third today. <laughs> now, you do get a little credit, but again, it's like, it's not dumb luck, but, you know, you know who – I can't believe he brought in that guy to pitch it in the eighth and he hit a home run. Like, there is a lot of luck to that, right? Yeah. But there right. is numbers on your side. I, they're just completely different games. All right. On that note. Yeah, go get your ease. Ease.com, easewellness.com, promo code AM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dank deals coming up, 50 year anniversary. Peace. You going to watch any of the, huh? You going to watch what? Uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame speeches have been going on while we've been talking. I might go back and check out a couple of them. Who's in the class? Mussina, uh, Edgar Martinez, Jason Stark, Harold Harold Baines, Roy Halladay, whose wife spoke. Uh, somebody else, I'm forgetting. Did you laugh at Jason Stark? I think he got inducted, oh. didn't he? Well, no, I'm just laughing that you put him in the in the player category. Oh yeah, it's a separate category. Uh, see, well, and, I mean, there's like a right. And yeah. I don't want to go. I'm not going to go down another tangent here. But that's something. I'm a sucker hmm. for Hall of Fame speeches. Uh, and football does a good job of this. It makes it its own night. Like it's now again, it's a little difficult in baseball. But couldn't you argue like maybe do it in the off season or maybe just have like on a Monday 
of like a holiday when everyone's off. I, I don't know exactly how to do it, but you get lost. Because I'll watch. Yeah. I, I, Lee Smith. Lee Smith. I, I think most of us, if you're a sports fan and you grew up watching a player, it's kind of cool when you watch him give a speech. And every year, in, I know baseball, a couple years ago, I remember they had the class. It was like Randy, Pedro, Maddox. It was like, I mean, it has to be the greatest class ever. I mean, all four of the guys could have been unanimous, right? I remember one guy got crushed. Like, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez weren't unanimous. If those guys aren't unanimous, like, fuck, what are we well, doing? No one's ever been until well, Mariano. Well, I know, there. but the point was Mariano in this class? Was he this one or last year? Maybe it was last one. He's this one. He's this one. But I, He's in this class. But I know every. I mean, the now football is unique. Just the timing, and I get it's harder. No, but you're in right. Like, why not make it feel like the Heisman ceremony, right? Just something like that. You would, kind of like. Would a Saturday night be better? Heisman's usually on a Saturday night, though. But yeah, like a Monday night, right now, like this time of year, like the casual guy. And I get football's a little a different, night. but. Brett Favre. Well, you don't stumble into this. No. Usually. Like, you stumble in yeah. like, oh, Brett Favre and then Jerome Bettis. And I didn't even think Jerome Bettis was a Hall of Famer, but his speech, I remember, was pretty good. Now, part of it was the Steeler fans. It felt like 10,000 of them were there. They had terrible towels, so it was just kind of cool. But every year, the NFL. Now, they also have some. But that's also part of, like, the football kickoff. Like, it's yeah. just the timing works out. Yeah, you're just kind of, yeah. It's just, it's perfect. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.